The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, Jaylen Nye. Andrew Gross. Do you remember uh, a couple of days ago? Uh, we talked about um, the proposition by the city of changing speed limits. Oh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, it was going to be 40 in uh, residential and then uh, 50 in collector, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember uh, what all, but there's well, a of report. Of course, they've, they've put in the, the playground zone yeah. thing, right? The 30K in the playground zones. Yeah, about two weeks ago, they finally finished. Uh, the final Edmonton school zone was turned into a playground zone. So that, you know, that was an undertaking that we're just going to make it all playground zones, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some consistency to this. And I know a lot of people complain, well, those signs are everywhere, it seems like. And people were wondering, well, what what were the parameters the city used in order to determine where to put the signs? And I know there's some in my neighborhood where I've kind of thought, why are those Mm -hmm. there? Uh, Well, it turns out, now that we've completed that process... Uh, 40 of them have been flagged for review Uh and may get pulled. And here's why. Apparently at a previous meeting back in November of 2017, a playground was defined as somewhere children might play. (laughs) Makes sense, I guess. But city staff said 28 of those likely shouldn't have been considered playground zones based on provincial guidelines that were set over 10 years ago. So some of the guidelines are like, for instance, there should be playground equipment, uh, how far it is from the street, uh, the type of roadway it's on. Um, so I'm just going to say it looks like they got it wrong. And Well, they got it wrong in the case of apparently 40 of them. Two of them were in industrial areas. Mm-hmm. So, again, I just am a little tired. I think it's great. I think this Vision Zero uh, is great. And I think the safer we make our roads is fabulous. But I'm just, I guess, not tired is maybe the wrong word. Frustrated, perhaps. Fed up. Fed up that it feels like, and maybe it's just me, that the city does stuff and then realizes they perhaps didn't think it through. And then they have to go back and well, redo stuff. I, they certainly didn't look at them all properly, or they didn't define the <laughs> playground yeah. properly. 25 of the 28 playgrounds yeah. don't have any playground equipment. Yeah. So you know what that makes them? A uh, field. Fields. That's what, and mm-hmm. that, I have one by my house in my neighborhood that is a field, mm-hmm. and it's become a playground zone. And I, when I saw the sign go up, I thought, well, yeah, kids play there, but kids also play on, on the their road. front lawns. And, <laughs> no. You know, wouldn't that make it yeah. a playground zone? Every house that had children is a playground zone by that definition? Yeah. It's, uh, you, you look at some of this... Um, the, the no play equipments, uh, mm-hmm. Gallagher Park, Austin O'Brien High School, Let's Go to Academic School, uh, Johnny Fry Park, Tawa Park, uh, Constable Dan Woodall Park, and it goes on and on. Bears Paw Park, Diamond Park, John Fry Park, um, the sports field at Donald Ross School, the sports field at Strathcona School. So, well, <clears throat> and here, let me. So just, my question is, yes. um, what is it? What's one of those signs worth in the time to put? 
in well, those signs. Exactly, because and I'm oh, how many? If we just need to go back to a tree story. It, exactly, right? that's my question. How many crews did it take? Um, now, Gord uh, Seabrick, he's the branch manager oh. for the city's Parks and Road Services. In his defense, here's what he says. He says the playground zones put in fit exactly what council asked them to do. He said, quote, when we installed them, the direction we were given was to install them at all zones that met the definition Mm -hmm. of a playground. Certainly we can go back and do the analytical piece that says it has to fit a certain criteria so it doesn't require a change in zoning. And again, I don't know, I'm not particularly looking to blame anyone or point a finger here. It just... It, there should have been clarification. Like yeah, everyone just... needs to read their emails or something. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, just coming, coming from you, Mister. <laughs> but I'm not spending public funds, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> so, you know, does does anybody like? And I don't know the answer to this, but when they decide, hey, listen, if kids play there, we should put a a playground zone in. Does anybody go, oh, well, how many would that be? Or when the guys putting them in discover that, oh, it turns out everything's a playground. Does anyone phone back and go, hey, just to clarify, we're in an industrial park right now putting up a playground zone. Does that... No, because they're told what to do and they yeah, do it. I guess. Right? It just feels like a lack of common sense sometimes. Oh. Repeat every conversation that we've had well, on the city in the past year. It, they really are accumulating quite a body of work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know. I don't want to be that guy. I like our counselors, and 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 I like a lot of things they do, and I like a, a lot of I love a lot of things about this city. But it just stories like this, and everyone has a story of a curb that was put in, then ripped up, a sidewalk that was laid and then taken away, a a lane that was painted uh-huh. and then paved, and it, you just eh. hey, at least really? you guys have sidewalks <laughs> and curbs. True, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Hmm. I've got neighbors that come out with their quads and their bobcats to clean our streets when it snows. Do you know, I suspect that... And I I live in the city. There you go. I suspect I would make a great city uh, employee because back when I had summer jobs, I worked at at McLean's Potatoes in uh, Mm. Prince Edward Island. And I I was cleaning seed potatoes is what I was doing, cutting them up. eh? And one day, the foreman decided he wanted his office painted. And so he just grabbed whatever paint he had. It was like an awful institutional lime green sort of mm. dealy, right? And he just said, just paint the four walls is what he told us, right? So me and another guy, both students who had no experience or expertise in painting, started painting uh, the four walls. And then we spilled some paint uh, on the, uh, I think, the windowsill, I'm going to say, yeah. or maybe the radiator, I don't know. And so we asked him, like, what do you want us to, do you have something to clean up the paint with? And he goes, it's not a fancy office. If you spill paint on it, paint it green. That's what he said. So <laughs> we took that to heart and painted everything green. Like we painted his desk, his coat rack. We painted That's the just floor. being a jerk. No, that's where we spilled. Mm. It's where we spilled. No, that was just, yeah, a little too literal. Might have been. That's, my memory's a little I think, fudgy. yeah, I think that's just a little sassy pants. Possibly. It was just easier sassy than cutting man. potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the longer we painted, the less potatoes hey, where's we had the stapler? To cut. Where's the stapler? We did. Huh? Even his stapler, his inbox. I mean, they didn't have computers back then, but had mm. they, they'd have a green computer. Oh, my goodness. I'll never forget the expression on his face when he went, what the... And we were like, you said... And that's just, like I say, it seems very similar to this. Anywhere children might play, put up a sign. Okay. That's pretty much everywhere. 
Can anyone think of a field in the city, let alone the world, where you have not at one time or another seen a child play? So nobody thought of that when it when if there's children playing, put up a sign. Nobody went, ah, children play everywhere. They went, okay. And up go the signs. Just think it through is what I'm saying. Let's just think these things through a little bit when you're spending public money. Let's just think them through. That's it. Yep, nope, I'm done. Totally done. Okay. <laughs> Still to come on the show today, we're going to talk with uh, the City of Edmonton's Principal Ecological Planner, Catherine Shear, about a new project that they have coming up. At 3.40, Reed Feist, the Global National a Reporter for Alberta. We're going to check in with him. There was a news conference uh, today with the RCMP giving an update on the uh, the uh, Broncos bus crash. We'll talk to him um, about the latest on that as well. Uh, some good news that Ryan Streschinski... There you go. I'm not... 100% this way, as I'm hoping it from Airdrie, um, has been released from hospital today. He talked with uh, Ryan's dad, so we'll get an update uh, on that one. Nice. Uh, so here's a problem you might have that you didn't know you had uh, that I saw today. And I, not a big story, but I sort of thought, oh, that's sort of interesting because I hadn't really thought about it before. So there's a woman who parked her car uh, in what is an abandoned mall in Chinatown. So it's I've seen a picture of it. It's mm-hmm. the windows are all boarded up and yep. but there is a sign there that says no parking. That's right. So she goes to a restaurant, she parks there. Yeah, and it's a new it's a new restaurant nearby yep. and it's quite popular and hard, to get, hard to get parking. Right, so, so she parks in this place. Yeah. So she ninety fourth and Jasper. Yeah, and before you say anything, she didn't see the sign. She says that's her fault. She accepts full responsibility for it for what happened next in terms of getting ticketed and towed. So here's what happened. So she parks the car. She goes into the restaurant with her mom. She comes back out again. Her car's gone. Less than an hour. Yeah, less than an hour. So she starts phoning around. Like, she starts with the city, Mm -hmm. and she's trying to figure out where her car... She figures out that it's been towed, but she's really not sure by whom. Um, And eventually... She just needed to look at the sign. Exactly. So eventually she looks at the sign and sees, well, if you car has been towed, call MSI and uh-huh. a phone number to call. So she calls and she gets a guy and he's like, yeah, but we got your car. So, okay, great. So she's given an address to go get her car, which she does get to. She says she has some trouble finding it. He uh-huh. was very kind. He said, I'll stand outside and wave because yeah. we're hard to find. So everybody's okay so far. She knows she did something that wasn't right. But when she gets the car, it's a $300 tow fee. Uh-huh. Now, Here's the thing. Like I say, it's a problem you could have that you weren't aware you could have. If you get towed by the city, there's a certain rate for towing. And when the city uses, you know, other tow trucks, there's still a certain rate for towing. Um, But because this tow truck company was hired, and by the way, the company, uh, MSI, is not the tow truck company. They're a storage company. So we don't know who the tow truck company is. They set their own rates. Mm -hmm. And they can be whatever they want. So... I don't know if the sign says the fine is $300. No, okay. it does not. But it could easily be $3,000. But it does say we'll be towed at an owner's expense. Right. So it turns out that there's no city bylaw which regulates how much a tow truck company charges for tows. So the city says the standard is 126 for a standard tow. You had 225 per loaded kilometer for any kilometers over 10 kilometers. And usually the charge should be about $40 a day for storage. And that most mm-hmm. private companies adhere to basically mm-hmm. that same price range, right? Price uh, package. 
But it turns out there's no bylaw stopping them from not. So this company charges 300, which is twice as much as the city would. But like I say, they could easily charge 3,000 and they haven't broken a bylaw. The person parked on private property, they were towed. Well, They've got to pay the tow no, well, charge. It was, okay, explain to me. So the, they were handed a fee for two hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. The uh, the the police one, the the city one, one hundred and twenty six for standard tow plus two twenty five for kilometers, right? Over ten. Over ten. Plus yeah. forty. So that's adding up probably. Yeah, you don't pay the forty storage. So I've had my car towed before. You don't. You do, yeah. You, you you we the police impound lot. <laughs> you pay. I didn't. I, didn't. Well, I, I got towed from outside CBC. Don't anyone ask why I was there. And uh, they just charged you for the towing. And that there was no extra ten kilometers. It well, was it says right you know, the tow to the police seized impound lot. Uh, there's a set of list of prices, and that's what it is: forty dollars a day storage fee. Anyway, but what that, I'm saying though is still it's but that aside, that's still going to add up. Right. So that aside, um, tow truck companies can charge whatever they want for a tow, and you're not the one contracting their services. Well, don't like park you, where you shouldn't be parking. No, I know, but let's have a little empathy. I mean, what <laughs> if what if you got towed? And then you know what? And I, it was a four thousand dollar bill. Yeah, Would you well, say, well, you shouldn't well park there's a difference between scratching your butt and tearing a hunk out. And I get what you're saying yeah. that there's no there's no the, rules. There, there should be a rule. Like there I'm not be, saying there, there should be something in there guiding that right. to a certain max. And that's why you know right. you have someone like Service Alberta where you can go to and make yes. complaints to. See but. what you're saying is that she she broke the law or or didn't adhere to the rules and that the charge is quite um, reasonable given what the city would charge. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is, sure, I'll agree with all of that. No problem. She shouldn't have parked yeah. there and the charge is reasonable. But it brought to you to our attention right. the fact that there is no restriction yeah. on what they can charge. And the possibility could The be. possibility exists for a tow yeah. company. And by the way, there was a story out of... Uh, Ontario a couple of weeks back where exactly that happened because they're in a very similar situation. Uh, and in this case, a guy got towed and was told the tow charge was a certain amount of dollars, but was not told what the storage charge mm-hmm. was. So we went to pick it up a couple of days later and they went, oh no, it's like $1,000 a day for storage or whatever. And he had to sue them for mm-hmm. to get his car back. And at that at time of the story, he still hadn't got his car back. So I'm just saying it's like a it's a potential problem that could probably be capped really easily by a quick mm-hmm. bylaw vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we take a break from putting up school zone signs or, or <laughs> playground zone signs, might want to take a look at that because it seems like a little hole that needs to be filled. Yeah, and and at this uh, at this Chinatown mall, they have been incredibly strict, incredibly, incredibly strict yep. with towing people and towing people right away. So far, so much so that, you know, the the businesses around there are putting up saying, "Hey, don't park there, don't park." Yeah, there. actually, and you know how many right. of us? So think about it. How many of us have parked and it says, says "Oh no," and you're and you're taking that chance. Yeah, you're taking that chance. I did it quick. the other day, uh, popping into a pharmacy. Well, you just finished saying you shouldn't park where you shouldn't. Well, I know that, but, but you I do it. Yeah, but I'm, okay. I'll take responsibility if yeah. I get towed. I, I knew that going in. There was no other parking to be found. Mm-hmm. So I parked there, ran in, hoped for the best, and came yeah. back. Yeah. Well, our last this- listener trip, um, no, our, not our last one, the one before, I parked where at an in-park lot, and their their thing wasn't, their machine wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I got a ticket. Yeah. But I did get it reversed, but it was like I came out and saw that ticket. And thought, ah, here we go. It's like a hundred and some dollars. Well, I got one for parking in uh, for our, one of our l- dinners for our trip. Yeah. 
So down well, over by Vons, right? Yeah. And so I parked right. at the nearby mall. That, there were no oh, you parked yeah. in the in the uh, little I, I, lot there. That's right. Yeah. I parked at the mall because there was no parking there. There's a little strip mall there mm-hmm. with tons of parking. Yeah. No one's around. There's a snowstorm going on. Yeah, I got a ticket. Do you know you want to know a place that oh, they're okay. just absolutely militant for good purposes? Um, at the U of A hospital at the. Oof. In that Tim Hortons parking lot behind the emergency, oh, so yeah. across the street, because lots of people try and get out of uh, paying for parking by parking, and they'll they oftentimes have someone standing there watching you, yeah, and see where you walk to, and then you'll get a ticket if you're walking to the hospital. You know, we're not so much. Hmm. The Green Nuns Hospital Park. Is that a fact? There should be no charge for this. Is I, I, there I, should be there no should be charge, no charge. For in an emergency? And I agree. With, well, in an emergency or at a hospital, if yeah. you if you have a relative in a in a in, in the hospital, mm-hmm. you should not. I do not believe that you should have to pay to go see them. No, I don't think so. You know, we've had this conversation with a mutual friend whose mm-hmm. mom was in the hospital for quite some time, and he he's the one that finally told us said. I never just stopped pay, didn't pay. Yeah. So again, beware. But when Coach's dad was in the hospital, I'm like, uh, we didn't pay. Really? We didn't pay. Now, if we got dinged, we would have had to, but we we didn't pay. Hmm. You're on your own, kids. Usually, you're I, on your own, whoever, kids. I had spent a long time. But I was, I, gone, I was but so ticked off at that. Me too. He's in palliative care. He's he's not long for this earth, and I've got to pay. I know to spend time with him. Well, that and the fact, you know, and I don't want to. I'm not trying to turn this into a sob story or anything. But you rush your kid to the emergency ward. Yeah. They're panicked, yeah. and then yeah. you're like, okay, so stay here yeah. while I run back Absolutely. outside and pay for parking. Yeah. Right? Someone says, uh, why can't I park there? It's empty because the owners still own it, yeah. and they're Still private property. It's still private property. So you got to keep that in in mind. It doesn't matter if it's all boarded up, and in this case, it is. The guy should put a lawn chair and a mascot there and charge five bucks for parking. I was going to say. Make a bunch of money. Don't know why he doesn't do that. Because I don't think they can anymore. I think there is a city bylaw in place well, now. Because remember that goes so, that goes back to hilarious. the Eskimos game. So there's a bylaw that stops you from you turning remember? it into a parking lot because line. you can't. There right, was all sorts right. of stuff after Commonwealth. Yeah, that's Commonwealth. <laughs> I'm going to take a weekend sometime and go through all our bylaws and get it all oh, straightened gosh. out for everybody. Good luck with that. <laughs> the 6:30 Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.